0: Well, did you know that there has been a month long synod on synodality? Well, part of this process is happening over a number of years. That's just finished up in Rome. So this part of the process was happening in October. This is the biggest listening exercise the Catholic Church has ever undertaken, whereby Catholics from all over the world basically submitted their hopes, their joys and some of the things that they want improved or changed within their experience of the Catholic Church. So part of the process is coming together in different places. The latest was in Rome where bishops and lay people and priests and academics were brought together from all across the world, where they talked about the future and synthesize a lot of the responses from people all over the world. Our next guest has been reflecting on how the process went because she has been involved since the very beginning. On the line to tell us more, we have Julianne Moran, who's the General Secretary of the Synodal Pathway in Ireland. So Julianne, I know that the experience in Rome it started off with the beautiful ecumenical prayer vigil at the start of the Synod. Tell us about how it all began.
1: I will indeed. Thanks, Wendy, for having me on and good morning to all of your listeners as well. Yeah, so way back, it seems so long ago now, at the very end of uh, September, so before the Synodal Assembly started in October, we had this extraordinary moment of prayer in St. Peter's Square where Pope Francis, along with 20 other religious leaders from uh, different Christian groups, joined together in St. Peter's Square for two hours of beautiful taise prayer Silence, uh, worship, and uh, just really bringing everybody together to look at, uh, be unified as Christians in a moment of prayer, and to pray for peace. So, what happened next,
0: Julianne? There was over the course of four weeks, people were split into small groups to discuss the kind of synthesis of information, and then the end of it was presenting in a, in a paper. Really, what were the kind of thoughts? So, how That's did that it. process work? Did it work well?
1: It well, it worked well, and 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 you know. But in working well, what I've taken away from it on this occasion is that you know it hasn't been an easy process. Not everybody is always going to agree on everything. And I love the fact that that continuously got addressed throughout the four weeks of the synodal process. Because if you if you recollect, <clears throat> we'd had listening here in Ireland and around the world. That was gathered and sent to Rome. We were given another document to see what the world was saying. Reflections were gathered and sent back to Rome. And like this was the next step in that phase of of constantly circling back to see are we in tune with what people are saying. So when they gathered in Rome, I thought it was beautiful that uh, Cardinal Holeric, who had a, a job there of, of being the um, relator, is, is, is the term that they're given, uh, of saying, look, but this isn't easy. Like, there's there's many that are opposed and may struggle uh, with this methodology, may struggle with the visuals that were coming out from the assembly of, of that less-than-hierarchical structure, everybody at the same level, sitting at round tables as baptized people of God, whether they were ordained or not ordained, whether they were from consecrated life or whether they were the Pope himself. So there were struggles with that, and I'm delighted to see that the final report that came out from that session actually addresses that, that what the way the report has been outlined shows us that there was lots they could agree on, there was lots that needed further consideration, and there was lots that they could propose immediately together. Um, so, out of almost like, I think it's 364 people, about maybe 12 people were not prepared to sort of sign off on that final document that came out. So, there was a huge consensus there. Um, so, yeah, because everybody uh, 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 has to
0: vote on even like
1: word for word, paragraph for paragraph, do we agree with this sentiment or <laughs> do we not? Exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. And, and what and were I'll... the core kind of issues, Julianne?
1: Um, I suppose that like there are there's some of the usual hot button ones were, were always going to be there and always keep coming to the fore and, and I'll come back to them very briefly as well but uh, there was a l- you know, there was twenty teams in total. Wendy, that um, surfaced again, um, and the whole document was divided into three sections, basically to be able to do that. One was like the face of the synodal church, and um, you know, that's the practice of synodality, um, baptism, confirmation. Sacramental nature of the church, and um, looking at, at all of those aspects first. The second section then was much more about who and why, and that was like all disciples, all missionaries, and that's where we started getting more into the nuts and bolts of maybe the role of women, uh, the role of priests, the role of bishops, the role of the pope himself. And then the th- third section was that, with that weaving all of this together and building, um, you know, communities, building people um, of faith. But um, So there was there was lots of consensus around so much, so obviously, like what the mission of the church is, placing the poor at the center of that, um, the issue of clericalism, how we have to somehow find a way um, to move away from that model uh, that does damage communion in the church. So they were kind of the ones that there was lots of consensus around. Um Again, more of this. Or I suppose more topical ones. One of the big ones for me that came out of this: the role of women and the, the potential of opening the diaconate to women. So, very honestly and transparently, the document has told us that while there was a huge amount of consensus for the fact that women contribute so much to the faith um, all around the world, and the long history of women missionaries, women saints, women theologians, mystics, and a contribution that they've made that the question still remains around um, opening up the diaconate to women. And that's in a section then for a matter for further consideration. So honestly, the document has outlined that there was some that saw it as unacceptable because they considered it a discontinuity with the Church's tradition. But there was others who said, well, actually it would restore a practice from the early Church. And then there was others who said they see it as a necessary response to the signs of the times, but then there was a fourth group again that was worried that there might be some kind of confusion um, if it was granted, that maybe the church might be just marrying itself to the spirit of the age. So they were very honest and transparent about that, but I've made a proposal that this needs further consideration. Uh, so that uh, the Pope himself had actually already had a commission in place that was looking at the diaconal ministry, and so they're inviting that commission to come back with um, further work and uh, further theology, further understanding, so a decision might be made uh, the next time they gather in October 2024. Well, and Linda, that's just an example there.
0: Yeah, and, and there's so much to say, but we've run out of time oh, for today, Julianne, and thank you just for giving us a brief snapshot of what has happened, and we will certainly catch up with you as the process continues. That is Julianne Moore, and she's the General Secretary of the Synodal Pathway in Ireland. That's running in tandem with this global synod which Julianne was telling us about. Right there. Thanks
1: for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.